Hello, you are listening to the Omnitalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Sezzle. Headline number two, this one's interesting. Stitch Flix has named a new CEO, also said Stitch Fix, not Stitch Flix. That sounds sexy. According <laughs> to Retail Dive, again, Matt Baer, Macy's Chief Digital Officer, will take over the CEO role at Stitch Fix from Katrina Lake on June 26th. Lake had returned to the helm, had returned, excuse me, to helm the company for the past six months upon the abrupt departure of the company's former CEO, Elizabeth Spaulding. Bear joins after stints at Macy's and Walmart and takes over after Spaulding had created a purchasing option that allowed Stitch Fix customers to buy directly from its site in stark contrast to its original operating model. In the past several months, however, Stitch Fix has moved away from the strategy and according to Retail Dive has been, quote, restoring an emphasis on its style-led box service and focusing on profitability over growth, end quote. And yes. What are your thoughts here? You like this move? What does it say about either Macy's and or Stitch Fix? You know, I, I'm focusing on Stitch Fix here. And okay. I think that the key point to focus on is if there's a time for Stitch Fix to become relevant again, now is the time. If there's a time. If right. there's a time. Big if. Yeah, right. But, I mean, I think you look at so many companies, like, reinstating return-to-work policies. A lot of people haven't yep. been wearing, you know, clothes. Right. They have a new wardrobe about going back to work. And, I, and so I think it's going to be interesting to kind of start to see, you know, if, if like, newly another clothing subscription service that's really taken off from, you know, the Urban Outfitters and Anthropology team, like, yeah. if Stitch Fix can kind of use this time with this new CEO to reinvent itself to become relevant again. But I think that the, the key things here are going to be how they di differentiate, how they do that. It's clearly not in selling the apparel like they thought, like they right. tried over that's the last exactly few right. days. It's, it's a marketplace. It's about figuring out the right mix of product and people. And I think like a partnership in this case might make sense for them to be doing. I actually even like, I would love if you could see Stitch Fix go and partner with somebody like a Farfetch, like who's who's taking like high end, some luxury goods and really kind of bringing that luxury consignment experience into a returnable, mm. rewearable like mm. clothing experience to really kind of capture that niche that, especially that next generation mm. customer that wants this like quiet luxury experience, mm. but can't, you know, afford to get into that as a, as an ownership stake. They can get into mm. it as a rental stake um, I think something like that could be really unique and inventive um, I don't know that Macy's chief digital officer is gonna be the one to like come yeah, up with some of these right. ideas but I'm curious what your thoughts are yeah I don't know I don't know man that's a crowded space I don't know if I don't know if I can buy into that but you know my thoughts are my thoughts are a couple fold on this like first of all let's hit the Macy's side of this like to me there's a lot of leadership change going on at Macy's now mm -hmm. you've got a new CEO coming on board yeah because Jeff Gannett uh, announced his retirement uh, you've got the chief digital officer leaving, mm -hmm. who was supposed to be the architect of the big digital strategy, which was the marketplace. Yep. He was there a scant three years. Yes. So it's kind of like, why aren't you seeing that through? How is that doing? Yeah. Is this a harbinger for more bad earnings to come for Macy's? I think you have to ask that question. Now the six switch side, right? Mm -hmm. I think you're right. It's like, it's a, it's a tough, like, even as you're talking about it, it's like, it's tough to see how they win in the long run. Like mm -hmm. Farfetch, my thing would be like, why does Farfetch need them to do that? Right? right. Like, couldn't they do that on their own? And then it's a wholesale pivot to resale too, which could maybe is a way to take this, but, but let's get back to, to Matt Bear too. So, um, you know, first of all, his background, and as we talked about on the show is much better than the previous CEO. Yes. I mean, we kind of, 
we kind of predicted that the CEO was going to go out in a flame when she got hired. Well, she was only a six-month hire. Yeah, so she was like a temporary no, hire. No, no, she was a hire, and then Katrina Lake came in. Oh, for six for months. For six months got it, in the got interim, it. right? So, <laughs> so, so we kind of predicted that was going to happen. But then my other thing is, let's talk about Matt for a second. So my first impression of him is okay. Like, I heard him speak at Shop Talk. I was kind of like, meh. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing, like, in the green room, I don't know if you remember this, but, like, he, I like, do not. turned his badge on us. And I was like, dude. On us or you? On me, particularly. <laughs> yeah, because I was walking by. He, like, turned his badge. I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. It's a green room. Yeah. You don't turn your badge in the green room. Everyone knows each other. You're supposed to be in there. And, by the way, we do what we do. I know who you are. Yes. So take it down a peg. But, you know, with that said, I talked to my friends at Macy's, my sources. They say he's a, he's a good guy. He's a smart guy. Yeah. He gets e-commerce really well. But to your point, is that going to be enough to transform Stitch Fix, which it seems like it may need? ultimately at the end of the day but i think he's probably a good guy to reset the table get it going on its right footing again given the old school business model that they originally started yeah but you know so they'll get some they'll get some better operations going some more efficiency here but um, I, so for that i like it but i still don't see the long run for stitch Fix. I, I still think i question this hire a little bit because oh, i still wow. think you have a customer acquisition problem yeah you have to get customers back and yep. you have to get the next generation of customer and there's nothing unique about stitch fix that is doing that right now so no matter how good the app is no matter how good the digital experience yep. is like if you can't get customers to come back to the platform with something that differentiates you like yep. You're not going to survive. And yeah. so I think that, to me, I think is something we'll have to see how the digital and marketing teams are working together at Stitch Fix to really give people that reason yeah. that Stitch Fix exists. And the other part, too, as we've heard a lot under the hood from our sources, too, over the years, like there's been a lot of questions about the AI and the actual AI being done in the styling, the actual data science in the styling versus the actual physical stylist. The, the actual people stylist, them not being happy. Yes. You know, maybe I wouldn't be surprised if he's selling like, hey, AI can be the way to change this it model. It might be. And maybe it could be. <laughs> like, that's a whole nother way to transform it. So, yeah. yeah. Who knows? We'll see. 